The big man hated the trailers. His employer owned these six, as well as another two dozen scattered throughout Collier County. Located on the edge of the fields, the trailers were always dirty, they were always crowded, and they smelled raw. He knocked on the cheap metal door. It rattled, but there were no other sounds. Time for work! He knocked on the door again, but louder this time. You're three hundred in the hole and causing problems for the boss. No response. The big man looked behind him. A driver waited, his pickup truck full of workers. The workers needed to be in the fields and picking by seven. He checked his watch. Go! The big man directed the truck to leave. After the truck disappeared, dust clouding behind it, the big man noticed an aluminum baseball bat on the ground. Underneath a couple of wild shrubs, a random aluminum bat would be better than his own nightstick or his gun. Less traceable, he thought. The big man pulled a pair of thin disposable rubber gloves out of his pocket. He slipped them on and then knelt beside the shrubs. He pushed aside a few rusting Takati beer cans and an empty fast food container and picked up the bat. He walked back to the door. Got out his master key and opened the door. Inside, there was only one person still in the trailer. Although there were a dozen other empty mattresses on the crowded floor, he walked across the room. The big man stood over a lump inside a thin sleeping bag. He nudged it with the toe of his boot. No movement. Get up! He nudged harder. A little groan. Oh! I'm sick. The voice coming from the sleeping bag was soft. You owe us too much money to be sick. Can't work today. The lump in the sleeping bag didn't move. We've been over this. No work today. The lump still didn't move. I'm telling you to work. The big man adjusted his grip on the bat. You gotta work, or you gotta go. The big man took a step back. He thought for a moment, but the call had already been made. It was a simple cost-benefit analysis. There were lots of workers who wanted to find wealth in America. Sick days and paid vacations weren't part of the deal, and this one—well, this one was a pain in the ass. He was giving the other migrants ideas. Ideas were never good. It was time to solve a problem. He raised the bat over his head, and brought it down hard. The lump coiled and tried to roll, but the bat came down again. The lump in the sleeping bag tried to get up. Then once more, the bat came down. This time, it came down square, cracking the skull. Everything stopped. Then he hit it again, just to be sure. The big man stepped back. He was breathing hard. A bead of sweat rolled down from beneath his hat, as his heart rate kept going. He couldn't seem to catch his breath, even though it had all taken less than a minute. The trailer's air was too thick. The big man took another couple steps back. He leaned over and put his head between his knees, a breath in and an exhale, then another, and then another. His heart rate slowed. And he finally calmed down. 
He needed to finish the job. The big man stood up. He looked around the tiny trailer. His employer charged workers $250 per month to live there. He looked at the floor strewn with mattresses, dirty clothes, and garbage. He looked at the plastic bucket in the corner that served as the unit's only toilet, which his employer charged each worker $10 per month to use. Then he looked at the lifeless lump in the sleeping bag. Some blood began to seep out. It pooled on the floor. There would be more questions about this one. He supposedly had a lawyer. Lawyers were never good. The big man hated lawyers even more than he hated the trailers. What a mess.